Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. I got to tell you, nacho cheese Doritos are good. Cool Ranch Doritos are even better. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. I'm in Cleveland. He's Mike Wells in Indianapolis. And apparently, judging by that noise, he does not like Cool Ranch Doritos. What is wrong with you, Wellsy? Man, can we get within five seconds of the show before you start making a horrible hot take, Aaron? Really? No. Cool like, Ranch Doritos? Can't. It's what Man. makes me so good at this, Wells. I cool Ranch Doritos I mean, are better than the Nacho Cheesy. No, I'm wrong? You, oh, you, you are horrific wrong. And you're going to have hot breath after you eat those Cool Ranch Doritos, too? Give me the Nacho Cheese all day of the week. The originals, man. I can't. No, well, I, I, look, listen. Both kinds of Doritos are just epically great chips. And right now, unfortunately, in my pantry, because my wife wants me eating healthier, Wells, some of the worst collection of chips you have ever. We've got blue corn tortilla crap. We've got gluten-free yuck. We've got reduced fat yuck. So I requested special from the grocery store today, arriving back at home during the course of today's show, the creme de la creme of the potato chip, the salt and vinegar chip will be in the pantry by the time this show is over. And it'll oh be fueling my. me up for more hot takes still to come. I got. I have to go. We're, we're, we're done already. You just listed off two chips that are disgusting. Salt and vinegar. Oh, you are. You I, are I remember, wrong, I remember when I was in high school, I had a girlfriend, and she used to eat those at lunch. And we'd walk to class afterwards oh. and make sure there's no teachers around. She tried to sneak a kiss. I would not kiss her because she had salt and vinegar <laughs> chips at lunchtime. But I'm yeah, going to tell well, you this, though. I do uh-huh. have some cool ranch Doritos upstairs in the pantry because of my kids. I'm going to go get some and during the break. Uh-huh. I'm going to hold the back up and I'm uh-huh. going to chew them, eat them up so you can watch me eat on the Zoom. No. Just to mess too, with you about it. I, I, I'm, I'm too hungry. T- today, this is a very interesting you know, scheduled day for me because I do a show in Cleveland that ends at 1 and then I'm on Canty and Carlin with you starting at 3. So I got a two-hour window and today I had two meetings and i ran and picked up lunch from somewhere that i didn't even have time to eat so i have had like a banana so far today and it's 304 in the afternoon and we are scheduled in this segment to be discussing the topic that i discuss just about every day which is the cleveland browns who had their uh whole team arrive at training camp now the browns are doing something different wells i'm curious your view on this They are arriving in Cleveland. Everybody takes their conditioning test today, blah, 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 checks in, gets to know each other. Hey, nice to see you. How are you? Uh, There's maybe a little team meeting or something tonight. Tomorrow they get on a plane and they fly to White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, where the Browns will be at the Greenbrier, which is like a throwback to the 18th century 
where they will be practicing for the first nine days of camp. This is like old school. Like when I first got into the media, the Broncos went to Greeley. The Cowboys went to like Irvine, California to start their training. The the Browns are going away for training camp and not doing it at their facility. Listen, considering the pressure that is going to be on Deshaun Watson this year, mm. he probably needs to discontinue. He needs to get away from the, the uh, city of Cleveland. And for some reason, Greenbrier, West Virginia, which I have driven through uh, once or twice in my life, there's nothing out there w- with the exception of a wonderful resort that is beautiful. The, yeah. the uh, Sean Payton and the Saints um, used to have training camp there. The Houston Texans have had training camp there. It's like teams are like, let's go to West Virginia where there's really nothing to do. No offense to those who are from West Virginia totally. or who live in West Virginia right now. But uh-huh. there's really nothing to do with the exception of – Practice football and work on team chemistry. You're stuck with all your teammates. That's what you have going on in Greenbrier, West Virginia. I mean, I'm looking at, is there a movie theater? Is there anywhere to eat (laughs) other than the restaurants? Is there anywhere even to get in trouble in West Virginia? It's kind of a brilliant move for a team that I think is really all in this year. And it's funny. Mike, I think, you know, um, we don't talk a lot about the Browns nationally, for two reasons. I think one is they've had a couple of really highly touted years where they've fallen flat on their face. So I think in general, the greenies, the get ups, the Canty and Carlins of the world, like Stephen A, like they're just not gonna get hooked again by a bunch of Browns hype that ends up leading to a seven and ten, eight and nine disappointment of a season. And then I think Watson is the other reason why. I just think people don't know how to shift and have a conversation about him that's specific to football, aside from talking about the reason why he was suspended for 11 games and hardly played last season. No, no, that's exactly right. And the thing is, I watched Deshaun Watson during the first part of his career when he was, you know, I believe one of the top, you know, five to six quarterbacks in the NFL. When I covered the Indianapolis Colts, I got to watch him twice a season. Mm. And I loved watching. And I, 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 unfortunately, I have to put this out there. I loved watching Deshaun Watson, the football player. Yeah. He was unbelievable. I mean, think about it. All he had was DeAndre Hopkins at wide receiver. And, don't, yeah. and we know DeAndre Hopkins at the time was one of the best in the league at his position. But beyond that, he didn't have a lot of targets. And Deshaun Watson, he carried the Houston Texans. He got them to the playoffs and everything. But then he was out for a year and a half. A year uh-huh. and a half. And I don't care what you do. I mean, Michael Jordan came back rusty, and we know he's, you know, he's arguably the greatest player in NBA history. Yeah. Deshaun Watson didn't play football for a year and a half. He was not going to come on the field and all of a sudden put on a Superman cape yeah. and lead the Cleveland Browns. Well, here's Where's that thing. said. To, to, to have a football conversation, Wells, like last year he was so bad. If you go, <laughs> but it, it, raise your hand if you're listening out there and you want to go watch some bad football. Fire up your NFL game pass and watch the six games that Deshaun Watson played. You are going to see a totally discombobulated, uncomfortable offense, a guy taking too many sacks. The Browns thought that they were going to catch lightning in a bottle and maybe go on like a 6-0 and run to the end, uh, you know, make the playoffs uh, out of nowhere after Jacoby Brissett stepped away. Actually, Watson played worse than Brissett did last year. So I, think- I, I Oh, my God. I can, and I, I mean, I, I just find that hard to believe because – 
I think you and I were doing shows together last year around this time, right before yeah. training camp. And I told you, if yeah. you had to have Jacoby Brissett as a starting quarterback for more than two or three games, you were going to have issues. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you said Jacoby Brissett played better football than Deshaun Watson, I think yep. it's more of a sign of how bad Deshaun Watson was once he um, mm-hmm. returned from his suspension. You know, I think, Wellesie, that, uh, that Watson has more pressure on him than any player in the NFL this year, maybe even more so than Aaron Rodgers in New York, because he is carrying the weight of the quarterback position. He's carrying the future of how much quarterbacks are going to get paid on his shoulders. Imagine for a second that he takes the Cleveland Browns to the Super Bowl. Every team who's quarterback needy is going to go trend and say, okay, well, now we have to give our quarterback $230 million guaranteed. Imagine that he falls flat on his face and he's never the same player again that he was in Houston. Then I think quarterbacks are going to get set back because the the whole notion that you could just throw a bunch of money at a guy who looks really good and bring him to your team and go and win – no, I think then the, the trend becomes draft him early and, and try to build your team when your quarterback is cheap. The Browns never got the benefit of having Deshaun Watson cheap, so he's just not playing to redeem his reputation, which he is. And he's not just playing to try to take his team somewhere where they have never been, which he is. But he's also playing for the future of how much quarterbacks are going to get paid after he is long done playing this game. Yes, I all of that and... He's also playing to avoid the egg on the face for the Cleveland Browns franchise because of the amount of uh, guaranteed money they gave Deshaun Watson. Uh, I, we know there was there were a lot of questions from a financial standpoint. There were also a lot of questions from an integrity standpoint because of what Deshaun Watson was dealing with off the football field. So this is a gigantic year. The reality is, we will. I know we'll get to this later in the show, but. There is way more pressure on Deshaun Watson than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah. I think those two quarterbacks I agree are the most. With you. Those two quarterbacks are the most. They are under the spotlight more than any other quarterback. Might be more than any player in the yeah. NFL this I mean, year. Look, R- Rodgers has his ring and his numbers He's, and his MVPs. All MVPs, right. yep. D- Deshaun Watson is fighting to try to bring his good name back in some way, and I, I know this isn't fair. But I think, like, in the sports conversation, if he plays really well, he'll be back in the mix, you know, on your top 10 all-time quarterback list. They came out with the Madden rankings. Deshaun Watson's a 78. He is the 16th-ranked quarterback of the 32. He is the richest quarterback of the 32, and he is dead average, according to the Madden. It just feels like they didn't know what to do with his rating. (laughs) They haven't seen him play in so long. And he's got to play, and not just play, he's got to play really well for the Browns to take the step that they're hoping to take. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Mike Wells. We talked about the comparison between Watson and Rodgers. Aaron did an interview. It, it, he's on the tour, Wellesley. He did uh, the general press, and today he was on New York Zone, our ESPN Radio affiliate in New York. On DNR on 98.7 ESPN Radio, he talked about what it would mean to combine the Lombardi Trophy and the New York Jets for the first time since Joe Namath. Take a listen. 
you know, I, I definitely think about those things. I'm a historian. I'm a lover of the game. You know, I used to wear out this old VHS tape, which was highlights of the Super Bowl. So think about, uh, you know, the first few Super Bowls. It was, what, Green Bay, Green Bay, yep. New York? Yes, Super Bowl three. Yeah. So I know those three really well. And I know all about Broadway Joe. And it's been a while. And it's time to change that. You know, first and foremost, the first goal of the season is winning the division that gets you in the playoffs, gets you a home playoff game. And it's been 12 years for this squad as well so it's time to time to change that there's been there's a lot of hungry guys in the locker room but yeah i mean i, I love i love the game i grew up uh, you know that was my first love was was football so i'm still hanging on to her i don't know how this regular season wells is going to go but me part of the aaron Rodgers story now is that he hasn't been a good playoff quarterback and when he starts talking like that it, it raises the expectation level amongst gang green so that they're not just like oh, if we get a wild card, this is a good year. There's some pressure to like not just get in, but also to win once you're in and maybe to get that trophy back down the canyon of heroes. It's not like Aaron Rodgers is going to a team that plays in a boo-boo division. And when I say boo-boo division, that means horrific division. So I'll just say it's not like he's coming to the AFC South or anything. AFC or, South. Or, or the NFC South. South. Yeah. And, you know, either the South <laughs> division. He is joining, in my opinion, the best division in football on paper going into the season. That is going to be the toughest division from top to bottom. So um, getting into, you know, he said getting into the playoffs, the first step for that to happen is to win the division. You get the, you get an automatic playoff spot. Them boys mm-hmm. up in upstate New York, Buffalo, have something to say about it. Those boys down in South yeah. Florida, the Miami Dolphins, after the addition of Jalen Ramsey, they, they have something to say. You know, New England Patriots are going to be the worst worst team in the AFC. It's the greatest coach of all time. Say what you want, but beating <laughs> Belichick is never easy. Doesn't come easy for the Jets. That's for dang sure. Yeah, so it, it is going to be a challenge for Aaron Rodgers to lead the New York Jets to the playoffs. It's not a given. I know he has no. some weapons to work with on offense, but you can't all of a sudden just snap your fingers and say, okay, the Jets are a title continue team. I don't have them yeah. in that category. They're not, they're not, yep. you know, making the playoffs will be a bonus for the New York Jets. Yep. You know, there are two players that I think are seen grouped together because of the eras in which they played and the level of star that they are. And it's Aaron Rodgers and it's LeBron. And they're both aging at this point. I mean, the clock is ticking. I think Aaron is a year older than LeBron is. But Aaron is going to turn 40 years old in December. And the list of quarterbacks who have won a Super Bowl at that age is about one name long, and his name is Thomas Brady. So Aaron (laughs) is really trying to do something that's historic. So is LeBron. I mean, to be this good in year 21, you look at the guys that have played 21 seasons. I mean, Robert Parrish was running up and down the court with two giant knee braces on. But it's not like those guys were still at the top of their games, and LeBron is trying to be. He's on a team whose goal, like Aaron Rodgers, is legitimate to win a championship. I actually feel like the Jets' chances and the Lakers' chances are pretty darn close. So I wanted to poll the audience. We did on this today, Wells. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Who has a better chance of notching another title belt in their career? Is it Aaron Rodgers or is it LeBron James? Wells, I'll give you the first shot. Uh, Rodgers or LeBron, who's got a better chance of winning another title? 
That's a hell of a question. I, 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 whoever came up with that question is a genius, in my opinion, because I don't get stumped often. But I'm getting, I got stumped on that question. A better chance. I am going to. I'm gonna say LeBron. I will say LeBron more so based off of he's got he's got Anthony Anthony Davis as a sidekick. They got to the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Yes, they got swept under the rug by uh, uh, the Joker and the Denver Nuggets. But I am gonna say LeBron James. And the Lakers, I think it is easier because what Aaron Rodgers has in front of him, I mentioned simply the AFC East, Aaron. There's also the AFC North. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I'm not saying they're a title contending team, but you have the defending Super Bowl champions in the AFC West and Patrick Mahomes. The road to the Super Bowl will continue to go through Arrowhead for the time being. Yep. And I think because he'd have to beat Mahomes – that I think LeBron is the answer to this question. Now, Bron would have to beat Nikola Jokic, which is no easy task either. No. And the defending champion Nuggets, my Denver Nuggets, world champions, for my hometown of Denver, Colorado, <laughs> are going to be no cakewalk. Okay, Wells? But beating Patrick Mahomes right now is the hardest thing to do in sports, is it not? I mean, you look at the last... He's been in the last four AFC championship games. He's hosted all of them at his house. They're 2-2 two and two in those games, but when they don't play Tom Brady or the Cincinnati Bengals, the Kansas City Chiefs, do you know what his record is in division games? Do you know what his record is in conference games? Do you know what his playoff record is? This dude is serious. So I would say, to me, you know, it, it, it appears that I think that's harder to do than trying to get through Denver. So in part because of the road they have in front of them. I just I also think LeBron's got more left, Wells. I, I still think in a big playoff game, I don't know that there's anybody else in game seven you'd rather have on your side. I can't say Aaron Rodgers has been at his best in the biggest games. That's not the story of his career. Sorry. He's a he's a regular he's a regular season champion. He's a regular season MVP. Yeah. That's how I describe it. And I got I gotta give you props, Aaron. I was wondering if you and I could get through four hours together on radio and come to at least one agreement. It only took us 19 minutes for us to come in agreement go. on something. Well, so look, maybe we, there we is hope for disagreed on us. the Doritos. We had issues with the uh, vinegar and salt chips. But when it comes to this very difficult, very vexing question, you and I are on the same page. LeBron or Rodgers, which aging star has the best chance of winning another title? Triple eight, say ESPN is the number. 888 Three seven seven six. If you want to jump in, let's get John in LA real quick. Is on ESPN Radio. What's up, John? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, you. I think uh, you had to wait like thirty got, seconds. That was the shortest wait time in ESPN Radio history. So, congratulations to you, dude. I was so happy because the guy answered the phone and I was right there. Uh, I got neither. I don't see either one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is too much of an egomaniac. He's had nothing left in a tank forever. He's only got one Super Bowl. And, I mean, not even, you know, I, I place Dan Marino above him, and he, he only has the one. Uh, LeBron, is he's always chased super teams to get what he got to get. Uh, he'll never be a factor because most of the best stayed with their team. You know, they want it. I mean, come, come, come on, John. He was a factor last year. They won two playoff rounds as a play-in team. 
You know, I know they got swept by Denver, but come on, Wells, like back him up. Like it's not like LeBron had a crappy season last year. He was banged no. up for part of it, and then in the playoffs, if you look at what he did in that game four, that still looked like peak LeBron. He played, I think, all but like fourteen seconds of that game at thirty-eight years old. Exactly. Listen, I, I just I put that in the cat. In the cat. Anybody, somebody, anytime somebody says LeBron jumps to super team to super team, yeah. I'm gonna go. I just call, I just I put him in the category of a hater. I mean, there's a reason. I mean, he didn't, going from Miami and leaving Wade and Washington, go back to Cleveland. No offense to you, Aaron, because you live in Cleveland, yeah. but just going with Kyrie. So I just put it in the category of being a hater. So I just I mean, he, he's a he's a comment. 21st century superstar. There's no question about that. He's the 21st century superstar, but. Okay, you cannot deny that he is at his best in the biggest games. There is like no one with a better game seven record. No one who's played in more game sevens. Like if it comes down to one still at this age, there's probably nobody that I'd rather have than him. Triple eight, say ESPN. Rogers probably has the better supporting cast, though, especially if Anthony Davis can't stay on the field. 888-729-3776. Who's got the better chance? Don't answer neither because that's not answering the question. The question is simple. Who's got the best chance of winning another one? Not will they, won't they. Who has the best chance? Triple H, say ESPN. Keep weighing in. We'll get to your calls coming up. Also, how long will Rogers be Rogers in New York? We ask an expert next. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Mike Wells. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. 
Saquon's going to have to either decide to play this year on the tag or to not. But sitting out a couple games, I don't think there's anything for leverage. I think the Giants really screwed this up. I think the optics of it are terrible. He is their offense, and he is that safety net for Daniel Jones. Everybody in the locker room knows he's the most valuable person on that team. But you're going to pay the quarterback $40 million, who's mediocre at best. And if Saquon Barkley doesn't show up, Daniel Jones can't carry that team. If you are on hold, stay there. We'll get to your calls in just a minute at Triple Eight. Say ESPN, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Mike Wells. The Giants have some news, which you just heard there in Sports Center, at the running back position, and we will get to that in a matter of moments. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm in Cleveland. Mike is in Indianapolis today, and New York has a new running back coming to camp. His name is not Saquon Barkley. They sign former Jaguar James Robinson a couple of minutes ago to a one-year deal. He joins Matt Breda in the Giants' backfield, and we bring in an expert to talk about what it means. Jeff Darlington co-starred in Draft Day with me, which you can find many places where you get movies, and when you watch it, I get more residual money, so please do. I don't know that Jeff negotiated that into his contract, but he you does join us now. You get residual money? You get money? Yes, I do. Yes, I Are do. Are you kidding? Did you have I a get a piece line? of the action. Uh, did what, you have a you do? Uh, Yes. 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 So here's the problem. Co- I was in draft day in a scene with Kevin Costner, and I was standing at a bar at the end of it, and me and Costner are talking to each other before he walks off with, I guess, like one of his employees or something. And uh-huh. I kept we would chat, me and, and I'd be like, hey, great job today with the draft. And the director walks by and goes, hey, could you just mouse those words instead of saying them oh. out loud? Oh. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a minute later, someone tells me that that's because otherwise I get paid. If I say the words, I get paid residuals. And if not, I don't. I got robbed. Well, I got my, my, I made my that checks. movie what it is, and I got robbed. <laughs> Jeff, my checks, if it makes you feel any better, are usually somewhere between 10 and $20. And it's broken down by country. Uh huh. It's broken down by country. So it's look. It's a it's a sandwich. I mean that's for sure. Um, And it's broken down by country. And Sweden loves draft day. Sweden is always like at the top (laughs) of the list. Denmark doesn't like us at all. I get like four cents from Denmark. I get like two three bucks. So I want to shout out if you're Swedish or you're listening in Sweden right yeah, now. Gotta, gotta, yeah, 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 no gotta, doubt. Gotta, I'm glad gotta, to know that. You you know, if I ever go over there, I'll be sure to be. Uh, you know, I'll walk with my chest out like a yeah, little celebrity. Th- th- they'll know you as the guy from Draft Day. Uh, Giants signed James Robinson. Does this tell you anything about the Saquon Barkley situation at all? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I respect it from a standpoint of, like, you're getting a guy who, you know, it's kind of funny, all the conversations about Saquon Barkley. Here's a guy in James Robinson who was undrafted, set the record for undrafted rookies, total yards from scrimmage as a Jaguar in 2020, and has never seen a payday himself. Uh, it's a great example of productivity uh, at a at a NFL job. Probably walks around, people think he's, you know, you know, his buddies think he's wealthy because he played in the NFL and, and really never made much money at all. Uh, he will now be on, you know, try to make the squad. If Saquon were to hold out or something, at least you've got a guy with NFL experience. Outside of that, I mean, even if Saquon had re-signed, you could make a case for this as just decent added depth. Jeff, who should be more nervous about Saquon Barkley holding out? Quarterback Daniel Jones or the front office? Oh, I don't think either. I mean, 
Daniel, I, well, let's say Daniel Jones, but he already he got paid. Um, look, you know, I would say from the front office perspective, all the people who criticized Jerry Jones for paying Ezekiel Elliott when he did at that moment, that contract felt like it was proper value at the time as well. Um, you know, and ultimately, I think teams are looking at the position and as harsh as it is, and and this is rough to say, but um, there's been three. Super Bowl, three championship teams in the past 15 years with a 1,000-yard rusher. There's been 12 that did not have a 1,000-yard rusher. And basically, they're recognizing that, look, you know, you can go from bad to good with a top-tier running back, but generally you don't go from good to great with a highly paid running back. That's the model that the Giants are looking at, and I'm sure fans of Saquon who love this guy, and rightfully so, um, are, are bummed for him. But at the same time, if you're a Giants fan, I think there's probably a prudent business side to you that says, okay, maybe this kind of makes a little bit of sense. There are two teams who are in camp as we talk to Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter. You can follow him at Jeff Darlington on Twitter. Um, there are two teams, Browns and the Jets. They meet in the Hall of Fame game in a couple of weeks. Who do you think is under more pressure to win this year? Is it Deshaun Watson, who hasn't played in forever and is trying to rehabilitate his image? Yeah. Uh, or is it Aaron Rodgers, who's 40 years old and is trying to prove something? So it's probably the Jets, just from Aaron Rodgers' historical perspective. I always side with history in those kind of conversations. Like, what he's trying to do is create a much bigger legacy. But I will say, you know, you just talked about the pressure of the front office on the Saquon thing. Think about the pressure that deserves to be on the Cleveland Browns front office. We're barely talking about the Browns as like a contender this year. Deshaun Watson signed the biggest, best contract in the history of American football. Uh, You know, you could talk about Mahomes' 10-year deal, but Watson got a fully guaranteed contract that put Lamar Jackson's future in peril because he wanted the same thing and couldn't get it. Like, if the Browns don't win with Deshaun Watson, everybody in there should be under criticism. So I would say that, yes, I I absolutely agree Deshaun Watson is under pressure, but more so are the people who signed him. Because, honestly, Watson's got his money. You know, he's going to have his money no matter what happens. But that front office who gave him that money, that's who I'd be looking at very closely right now. Jeff, appreciate the time very much. We'll talk soon. Thanks, guys. That's Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us, Canty and Carlin, on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. If you want to jump in, 888-SAY-ESPN. We're asking you, Rodgers or LeBron, which aging star has the best chance of winning another title? And we will get to your calls next. I'm Aaron Goldhammer, Mike Wells, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. And Carlin, the podcast. The New York Jets open training camp for the first day of the rest of our lives mm. with Aaron Rodgers. It's been like a dream month so far. I have an excitement about coming down Jets Drive. I think he's a man on a mission right now. Win the Super Bowl or shut up. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. 
Aaron Rodgers or LeBron James, which aging star best chance to win another title? We're debating with you on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Mike Wells. Wells and I actually agree on this. We both say LeBron. Triple eight say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Now we were talking chips earlier in the show because Chris Canty had said earlier today, normal host of Canty and Carlin, I should say that the nacho cheese Doritos are the king of all chips. Now, I went downstairs to the pantry. I did get the salt and vinegar chips, which you dislike, but uh, our producer Shannon approves of. These are from the Cape Cod Company. Shout out, uh, Cape Cod. And I'm about to grab one of these. Very unprofessional, but I'm going to eat one on the air. Ready? Here we go. Um, mm. Listen, if we were if we were in studio together, hey, uh, anybody who's been in a radio booth knows... It is soundproof mm. and the door shut. Delicious. I would have you would have to do the show outside because your breath. You have dragon breath, dragon breath. Balau. I know our producer Shannon knows what I'm talking about with a little house party reference on that one. Your breath is atrocious. Eating those salt. Why don't and you think chips. I would know about house party? Huh. Let's you're, do you're this, not, girl. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I've never seen House Party. Triple Eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. If you want to jump in with us, Glenn in Georgia is on ESPN Radio. Hi, Glenn. How you doing, guys? We're great. I'm eating my favorite chips. How could life be bad? What do you got? Who's got the uh, better chance to win a title the rest of their career? Uh, Rogers or LeBron? No brainer, Aaron Rodgers. I say that because how many times have we seen football teams catch lightning at the end of a season, nine-win regular season, go on to win a Super Bowl, 18-0 Patriots lost to the Giants, prime example. It's a lot different than multiple seven-game series that age. Interesting. So Glenn's hey, hey, making Glenn. the point. Go, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. I, I, I was going to say, Glenn, hey, on, line, on line two, we have Patrick Mahomes from Kansas City calling. On line three, we have Joe Burrow from Cincinnati calling. <laughs> on line four, we have Tua, Tua Tungavailoa calling from Miami. There are so many. The road to the Super Bowl in the yeah. AFC is atrocious. I'm surprised Aaron Rodgers did not beg and plead and say, go to the can NFC? you please trade me to an NFC team? You're a million percent right about that. I mean, look, it looks like I'm going to put some coin Caesars Sportsbook, official odds provider of us at ESPN Radio, on the Eagles to win the NFC. Because who else is going to win the NFC? Brock Purdy and the Niners? The Cowboys aren't winning the NFC. Get out of here. Like, who's is there a surprise team? Kirk Cousins? Everybody loves Kirk Cousins now because of this Netflix show? I'm supposed to think he's going to step up and play well in a playoff game? Come on. I yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm with you. I just I just don't I just don't see it. The AFC is just. Whew. I I'd be uh, going down the bathroom down the, the going to the bathroom down my legs if I was in the AFC having to face those quarterbacks. It's just go it's to, too difficult. We we go to South Dakota next. The uh, football hotbed of South Dakota. Jason in South Dakota is on ESPN Radio. What's up, Jason? Well, first off, uh, sour cream and cheddar are the best chips out there. Uh, Second thing, it's easily LeBron because of the simple fact of um, if both guys are healthy, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are going to get third in the East. And second thing is if if Aaron has a bad game in the playoffs, they're done. They're one and done. LeBron has one bad game. He's got three others or four others to win because NBA best of seven, LeBron has a way better chance of winning. 
Interesting. I, I, you know, I think the NBA is the hardest title to win, but at least you've got some margin for error, to Jason's point. Like, you could have a bad game and be fine. You know, Rodgers' record's right around 500, Mike, in the playoffs in his career. Right around five. LeBron is better than 500 in the playoffs. I can and, get and people, the exact people numbers, want him, but they, they, want to, they want to kill. They want to kill LeBron because of the number of times he's been to the finals. Aaron Rodgers can't even say he's been to the Super Bowl a bunch of times. He been. He has been. He has. He's won one Super Bowl. He's been and uh, he's been there. That's it. That's it. One time. He's undefeated time. in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's one oh, good way to frame that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, listen, you, the only way Aaron Rodgers is winning that is by saying he's got a higher winning percentage than LeBron James yes. in the Super Bowl. And, and, that is people, it. People use the finals losses against LeBron. I say boo hockey. The fact that he got to so many finals is part of what makes him amazing. Like, oh, he lost. Uh, how many has he lost? I lost track. The fact that I lost track should tell you everything. He went to eight straight finals. I think he's been to 10 in his career, and he's four and six. Losing six NBA finals is an amazing stat. Nathan in Oregon is next up, ESPN Radio. What's up, Nathan? Hey, it's definitely LeBron. Aaron Rodgers is not a cold-weather quarterback. The only Super Bowl he won was on the road. Although the path was all the way on the road, you can't play cold weather games. You know, and I don't. He might have another path like that, uh, Nathan. Thanks for the call. But that team in Green Bay was not set up to win in Green Bay in January, obviously, because they lost a lot of big games with Rodgers at quarterback in January. There's the one. I can't blame him for what happened in that bizarre Seattle. The the onside kick, the the crazy that in that NFC Championship game. The other ones, there are a lot of them where Rodgers didn't play very well. Uh, Tony in the Bronx, next up on ESPN Radio. What's up, Tony? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Happy Friday. Uh, the answer is LeBron. I mean, Aaron, the road that he has to get through, he has much more greater teams to play. LeBron's really only got to get through Denver and maybe Phoenix. And the way the cards may drop, he may only have to get through one of those teams. So it's LeBron. Yeah, obviously, I'm a Lakers fan, but I think it's LeBron. Yep, Tony. Thanks for the call. I, I, we are right on the same page with you. The, the whole gauntlet thing is interesting, but to your point, Wells, man, trying to go beat Pat Mahomes. What's harder in sports now than trying to beat that? He is the most toughest to beat guy in a big game that you can find. When he gets the ball with two minutes, I just assume they're going to go to. When he gets the ball with 13 seconds, they go down and get the score that they need in order to tie the playoff game. Up next, the Giants have signed a running back. What message are they sending to their franchise one? It's next. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.